Hi, and welcome. You're listening to the Happiness Hacks podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned, and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. The show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 65. You don't need to make yourself small. late this week on my podcast, uh, Labor Day kind of threw me off and I was scrambling to finish my book. Yeah, yeah, so I can get it to my editor. And um, so that happened on Tuesday. And I've just kind of been enjoying the break of not having to write or do anything other than see clients. So I am back at it today even though it's Thursday, and I usually do this on Monday or Tuesday. But anyway, I'm back at it. And um, today I wanted to talk about the the phrase, you don't need to make yourself small. And it, someone recently was telling me that this was, she'd heard this on a podcast somewhere, and this, the phrase, you don't need to make yourself small. And this was her new mantra. And whenever I, you know, occasionally I'll hear a sentence that it really strikes me. And this one, you don't need to make yourself small, was one of those. And it really hit me and I've been thinking about it for a couple of days now. And so I wanted to kind of just do a podcast on it because I think for a lot of us, we do that. We make ourselves small and couch it in the, well, I don't really want to fight that fight or, oh, I don't really want to get into a big debate about something. So I'm just going to make myself small. And I think it, it harms us more than it helps us. So what do I mean by, you know, you don't need to make yourself small? And if you think about it, I think we make ourselves small like at work when we don't speak up, when we know something about a project that we think will add to the conversation and we don't say anything. You know, at home, when we don't ask for what we need and we just keep plowing ahead, you know, kind of just keeping our head down, doing the to-do list, kind of just going through the motions of life and we don't speak up to say we need help or can someone do this or asking, is this really need to be done? Those kind of questions is, are how we play small or to say, you know what, tonight I want to go out to dinner and I don't want to have to cook. Those are ways, you know, that we can speak up. And then even with our friends, when we, you know, let something slide or someone says something that we don't agree with and we just kind of let it go rather than really kind of standing up for ourselves. So I think there are little ways that we make ourselves small all the time. It's not so much that I think sometimes when you hear that saying, you think, oh, you know, I don't let people abuse me or I don't let people talk to me that way. And that's not what I'm wanting you to think on. I'm wanting you to think on the little tiny ways that you don't show up truly you in a situation in your daily life. So as I mentioned, one of the reasons we play small is because we're afraid of kind of making a fuss and it coming back on us in a bigger way. So if we say, oh, I don't want to cook the meal tonight, then oh, we got to go out and I don't want to go out and where should we go? And it becomes a bigger deal than if we would just cook dinner and not have to worry about it. But another reason I think is more important as to why we play small and we make ourselves small, I should say, is because our monger, all roads lead back to our monger, <laughs> our monger shames us into kind of convincing us that we aren't okay as we are. And so we need to make ourselves small in order to fit into society. And this can show up in you're too emotional, you're too much, you're too loud, you're too whatever. And so our monger is like, tone down whatever it is you are that's too much so you can fit in and, and not have that shame feeling come over you. So for me, 
a real great example of this for me, it's small, it's tiny, but it's still an example of when I make myself small, is the idea of really showing up to the fact that I am an introvert and I don't really like to do a ton of social things. Like I am perfectly happy having a weekend of just me and my husband, you know, even just me um, hanging out the house in the backyard, like just kind of putzing around doing my own thing. And I don't need a lot of social activity. And my husband is more social than me, not a ton more, but he's more social. And so he's constantly like, oh, we should be going out, we should be doing something, we should, you know, so-and-so invited us to do this, we should do that. And I have a really hard time saying, no, I just kind of want to stay home. I don't really want to go out. I just, I've had a long week, I just kind of want to be by myself at home. And the reason I have a hard time saying that is because my monger convinces me that that is too, I am too sensitive. I'm too quiet. I'm too introverted. And I need to be a good person. (laughs) There's that good person myth would be social and get out there and do stuff. And because I am such a loser who likes to stay home, that means I need to force myself to do something different. And so for me, a way that I need to show up in my life and not make myself small is to say no. I don't want to go out and that's okay. No, I don't want to go meet a bunch of people at a bar. No, I don't want to, you know, hang out with these people and spend hours making small chat. I don't want to do it. And so, and then not shaming myself for the fact that I don't want to do it. And when I make myself small, I go along and making myself small, I ignore what is innately that I need, what is innately that I want. And I do that to the detriment of myself because then I go and I expend more of my energy that I already don't have in making small talk and, and being social. So paying attention to the idea that making yourself small really means you're just not showing up to the innate, the innate traits that you have, you know, you're not really honoring who you are. And especially as women, we are taught we need to diminish ourselves a little bit because that just makes life go easier. And so if we diminish ourselves and don't take up as much space, the world gets along better. (laughs) You know, our world flows easier. And so I sometimes we really need to just show up for who we are. Now, I know there's going to be pushback on the fact of, well, if I am constantly showing up for who I am and I'm constantly not making myself small, isn't that a little selfish? And my pushback is always going to be no, because if you are struggling with making yourself small, you are way over here on the left side of the continuum. You are far reaching. I'm pushing my hand all the way across the room right now, as far as I can stretch. And selfish is clear over on the right hand as far as I can stretch. So the the danger, the reality of you moving from making yourself small all the way across the room to selfish, probably not going to happen. And it'll feel like it in the sense of your monger will convince you that you are becoming way over here in the selfish world, but you aren't. So A prime example of this is when I actually stand up for myself and I say, you know what, I don't want to go out to that party. I don't want to go just hang out at the bar around a bunch of people and make small talk. And I'll tell my husband, you can go, you can do that, but I want to stay home. And that to me feels like this ginormous, like I have made such a fool of myself and my monger just chimes in tenfold to tell me, no, you're being selfish, just suck it up and go. 
And the more we just suck it up and go, the the more stressed out we get, the more overwhelmed we get, the less we're taking care of ourselves. And that's what this is all about, because that's, in my opinion, what living happier is all about, figuring out how to decrease that stress and overwhelm so we can really enjoy our lives. And when I don't spend a Saturday night out with a bunch of people making small talk, my Sunday is so much better. And actually, my Saturday is so much better because I'm not dreading going out with people on Saturday night. So paying attention to what is it you need to really show up for your life and where are you making yourself small so that you don't really have to show up and, and face that monger. Now, as you know, I have, you know, I'm a big proponent of the biggest fan. And so when I do, when my monger does attack me for saying no to some event going out, my biggest fan usually, hopefully, you know, she'll chime in there and kind of be like, we don't want to go. And that's okay. You know, I tend to make a mountain out of the molehill of by me saying no, my monger will make this a huge thing as if I'm the most terrible person in the world when I'm just saying no, like it's minuscule. And so when my biggest fan can come in and be like, honey bear, this is nothing. You are not demanding a lot here. You have moved two steps down that little continuum. You are not anywhere near selfish. So I need to constantly be reminding myself of that. And as I do that, it gets easier and easier and easier for me to show up and take up space and not be making myself small. So that is the theme of the day. And I hope you can kind of implement some of that not making yourself small as much as I'm trying to implement that in my own life. And um, I'd love to hear from you on how that's going. So you can email me nancyjane at live-happier.com. So now it's time for the show, part of the show that I call the weekly ritual challenge. And this week's weekly ritual challenge is to be creative. And I gotta say, being creative is not my strong suit. You know, I'm creative in a lot of ways in my teaching and writing, and I do have creativity, but the traditional ways of being creative, of drawing and painting and coloring, not my strong suit. So this week has been challenging for me to kind of implement that. And I have been doing it the past couple of days. If you check out my Instagram feed, you can see, and I'm amazed at how much it helps. Just five minutes or even two minutes of getting out of that analytical brain and stepping into the creativity side. It has been incredible. So I really encourage you, even if you have a lot of red flags or a lot of resistance, as I did, which is one reason I picked it, um, a lot of resistance to this week's weekly ritual challenge, all the more reason for you to challenge yourself to do a couple minutes. And I think that's what's been so powerful about it is I've just challenged myself to do a couple minutes. And when I think of being creative, I think it has to be this whole big thing, like, you know, spending the afternoon painting or spending the afternoon, you know, coloring when really it's just showing up and flipping that brain a little bit to the other side. And that's what this is all about, kind of changing things up. So challenge you to complete the weekly ritual challenge of being creative. Okay, that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Happiness Hacks podcast comes out every week. If you have questions or issues or something you want to chat with me about, please email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com. You can also check me out on Instagram at nancyjane underscore livehappier. And until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.